In this episode, I'm talking to Diane. Diane is the host of a podcast called Permission to Be You. Through surviving difficulties in her life, she wants to help people find the freedom to express who they really are. Diane has a wonderful fascination with storytelling and discovered that fairy tales hold wonderful information that can be used for personal transformation. Welcome, Diane. This is Diane, you have a surname that I just can't say. So, Diane, what's your surname? Shvira. And Diane, whereabouts are you in the world? I live in the Netherlands, in the northeast in Zwolle, to be precise. It's just an hour away from Germany. And Diane, I've been dying to have this conversation with you because I initially um, listened to you uh, one day talk about fairy tales Mm -hmm. and how fairy tales have a wealth of information within them, don't they, Mm -hmm. regarding um, our... Uh, behavior patterns and I'd love you to tell me a little bit more about that. So how did you discover it first of all? Well first of all thank you for having me here on this conversation. I'm really excited to talk about the subject because uh, I'm very passionate about it. Mm. How did I discover it was your question? Yeah, how did you discover that there was more within fairy tales that sort of excited you? Well it's a recent discovery I discovered, discovered it through watching Once Upon a Time, which was a, a series produced by ABC in 2011. But I only recently discovered it. But I think I've always had a fascination with storytelling. Mm. And I mentioned to my coach or ex-coach or my very good friend that you invited me to this conversation and she reminded me of something that we did during our coaching days, during my coaching days with her. And she asked me to think of a person who I wanted to be like, and that was Fred Rogers. There's a film now by Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is is being friend. I love that guy. I think he's the best. And a person I didn't want to be like, or someone I reminded myself of and I didn't like. And the first person that came to my mind was the the stepmother of Cinderella. (laughs) And Terry asked me to describe the qualities that I didn't like in this woman. And I thought she was um, patronizing, cruel, standoffish, not loving, basically just really aloof. And then Terry asked me to see, to to just be with with these characteristics and see what could be, what could possibly be behind all this behavior that I didn't like. And I started to try and imagine because that's all I could do, because I don't know the background of the stepmother of Cinderella at all. It's all make-believe, right? It's all story. And I started to try to imagine why she had become that way. And I started to think of her childhood, what she could have experienced. 
And as soon as I started to go on that journey in my heart and in my mind, compassion started to well up. Mm. I started to feel compassion for Cinderella's mother, stepmother. And when that compassion stepped in for the stepmother, it stepped in for myself. Oh, what do you mean by that? Because I was asked to, to think about who I would like to be, who most person would I like to be, and the most person I wouldn't like to be. And I thought that I had the characteristics. We, we, we are mirroring, people are our mirrors. So on one level, probably I have characteristics of Fred Rogers. I have some of his charisma. And probably I also have, love it or hate it, some of the characteristics, even of the stepmother of Cinderella. Mm. But I prefer to be on the right with Fred because I'm, for people who are listening and not watching, Fred would be on my right and the stepmother would be on my left. I lean, wanted to lean more to the right than I wanted to, to the left. But the minute I started to feel compassion for her, I realized that the person I was having compassion for was myself. Mm. So that is when I started to see the value of stories. Yeah. Of how fairy tales, of how people who are looking at fairy tales and the stories after all, because it's a fairy tale, but the fairy tale is a story. Mm. So, but my fascination grew, grew to, is now it's huge. I'm, I'm really passionate about this series called Once Upon a Time. And I've watched it, seven series, 22 episodes per season, twice. The first time I started to watch, I was fascinated. I, I was really drawn to the evil queen, Regina. And I thought, why on earth are you drawn to this evil woman? She murders, she rips people's hearts out of their chests, she crushes people's hearts, she's destroyed villages. Why, why are you so drawn to her? And once again, like Cinderella's stepmother, I started to see my own dark side. I started to see my own pain because Regina, the evil queen, acted out and was so cruel because her pain had turned into anger, vindictiveness, and vengeance. Mm. But then throughout the series, naturally, I started to see her, well, how this, this story was built by the producers. She started to evolve. And I start to see her transformation. Mm. And the minute she realized and she saw her own love inside of her, the minute she saw that she could love and that she had wasted so much time on anger and vengeance, is when she started to remember who she really was. Yeah. Transformation. And in the series, the main theme is 
faith and remembering who you are. Mm. Remembering who you are. From, from, from season one, episode one, to season seven, episode 22, remembering who you are. Now for them, the context that that sentence was used was different to the context that I use it, remembering who I am in the sense that I am a child of the universe and my essence is good. It's, it, it can never be destroyed. Nobody can touch it. Nobody can harm me. Yeah. The essence of that. They were pointing to remembering who they are before they were cursed. Yeah. But I can analyze it in any way I want to. Nobody's going to stop me from, from saying the story and giving my own interpretation. Now, Regina, they were referring to remember who you are. You're not uh, in the, in, in when the evil queen cursed the enchanted forest and sent them to our world and called that place Storybrook. Her cursed name was Regina, which really and truly is Queen. Mm. And everybody else's names changed. So what they were referring to, remember who you are, you are Snow White, you are Prince Charming. But what they were truly saying is, who you are is, is someone more than you think that you are. Oh, I've lost my train of thought. But that's amazing, isn't it? I mean, that that is... When you said that when you look at that story, you know, every, every single person that looks at, at a story or a fairy tale, obviously that's a story. When we read books and stories, we take out of it what resonates with us. And that is when we listen to our inner wisdom because the inner wisdom is knocking on our door and going, hey, did you see this? Did you, you know, did you notice this when you were, were reading that? So you must have, apart from the fact that I think the subject is fascinating, um, you also uh, must have had some transformations yourself. For sure. Mm. For sure. And um, I think I kind of evolved I started to see, to transform myself I started to see because apart from being cruel Regina was very powerful she was a leader mm. and I started to recognize my leadership qualities and that I too am a leader mm. and that I too can lead from love and with love mm. so even though she was hated she did what was needed to be done Ultimately, at the, end of the, at the end of it all, to save her people, her subjects, because that's what they call it in the ancient, yeah. that sort of, what you call it, the word subject is. But she did everything, and she was recognized ultimately. So I wasn't just, I, that's why I was drawn so much to her, to her. I was drawn to her inner power, because I recognized my own. So... And I would guess, um, Diane, that if we looked at stories like um, Snow White and all these sorts of stories, if, if we look at one of those personalities, you know, one of those personalities, um, they are displaying, you know, behavior patterns mm -hmm. all the time. I mean, um, I, I was thinking about Snow White. 
mm-hmm. and the purity of her. Mm-hmm. But actually, she probably didn't have much street wiseness, did she? Well, she was, a, she was a bandit because since, since the evil queen chased her mercilessly, she had to learn to survive and she became a bandit. So she was streetwise. Yeah. But what Snow White always tried to portray was her purity. Yeah. Well, in actual fact, she wasn't all pure. She also had a dark side. Mm. And I think that another thing that really fascinates me in this program is that Regina did not try to cover up her dark side. She owned it. And when she discovered her light side, she owned it too. But in contrast, Prince Charming and Snow White had huge difficulties with facing their darkness. And we as humans find it difficult to embrace our darkness. And the truth is that they sit right next to each other. Yes. And darkness cannot snuff out the light. It just cannot. Mm-hmm. There, nothing on earth, this I know as, an, an, as intuitively, nothing on earth can snuff out light. No, because I think also that when we look at our darkness, we bring our light to actually um, highlight it, to, to be able to illuminate it so that we can see it and discover it and, you know, and um, just understand it more. But you are completely right that we are only light and dark. And for anybody to um, be authentic, you have to be able to embrace both because they work together. You know? Yeah, it's okay, true. But it is, it is on a human level, it is not really easy to look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, yes, right, I do have a dark side. We'd rather look at our light side, but ultimately, for I think to have a complete or more of a fulfilled life, the best thing or the ideal thing for us to do would be to embrace both, to embrace the dark. And I think that there is loads of information in the dark side. The dark side points you back to what you're not seeing. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, on one level of transformation, we look at our dark side and we allow ourselves to glean information from that to transform. Um, But I also know that the dark side is a story, is created from the story that we, you know, that we create in our mind. Mm. And the, the real transformation comes when we completely realize that it is all made up. You know, this idea that we're not good enough and we're abandoned and we're not lovable and all those sorts of things are stories that we created through our minds, you know, many, many, many years ago. And they aren't the reality. So I, without a shadow of a doubt looked at my shadow for many years and discovered new things about myself and owned it you know it's about getting honest with yourself but I think that final bit of transformation comes when you realize it really is all a story 
Yes, and and you just said something really important that is also highlighted in, in, in this fairy tale, Once Upon a Time, that these people were acting out from memories or from their beliefs that they are not good enough, yeah. from not feeling loved, and ultimately they became villains mm. because uh, Rumpelstiltskin was abandoned by both his mother and his father. Mm. He became the dark one. Mm. But what that program pro pointed me to was, or rather what came, came out in that program with Rumpelstiltskin was, he was so hurt at the fact that he was abandoned by his mother and by his father. So in fairy tales, if you, if you really look at the stories and you look, as you said earlier on, and you look at them, we look at, at anything with our own lenses and we're going to be touched. Well, we need to be touched because we'll see, we will see, unless we're, unless we're really oblivious to what's happening, we will see, but something will be touched in ourselves. If we cry, or if we feel anger, it means there's something being stirred up inside yeah. of us. But ultimately, we can break free from the beliefs. And I'm hoping, because I'm going to make a podcast with this passion I have, with this, with this, at first I was really feeling bad because I thought I was being obsessed, but these stories are, are want to burst out of me. I, I have so much to say about them. Every single, I can say a story and then make a parallel and give people information about it and, and point them ultimately to the truth of who they really are, not what they think they are. So but, you're pointing people um, towards that transformation. And to me, now, I think after many years, the transformation really is about two things. One, that I know that I am not the stories of my life, you know, and I'm not that person that I created in my mind. And, and the hardest thing, I suppose, for me is really trusting the fact that I am pure love, pure um, I'm good enough and um, lovable and safe and secure and all inside of me because that's the only place that I can find it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And this is what once upon a time, once upon a time points to all the time. Faith. Have faith. Have faith. Have faith. We will find a way. Have faith. Have faith in who you are. Never give up. And I think this is a message that perhaps in this day and age, even in, in what's happening in the world, when people get bogged down by what's happening in the world and they, they think that they have to, or they get really mad or depressed, I don't. Personally speaking, I'm not worried about what's unfolding in the world. Because putting my, my attention there and worrying about it isn't solving anything. Mm -hmm. But many people follow the news and they're just ready for every little piece of information that is bad. I think that this message of love and hope and faith can really be helpful, or at least I hope it's a ray of sunlight for people who perhaps are feeling um, 
uh, hopeless. <laughs> so, so what you're saying, Diane, I think I'm hearing you say is, is that in the stories themselves, there is this amazing thread, which is about faith and transformation. And love. And love. And in our own life, there is a story, really, about faith and transformation and love. Yes. That I, I definitely agree with. It's something that I've experienced and many people that I know have. And that all these stories may be going on around us, but as long as we keep believing in that faith and transformation and love, you know, that enough of us will, will, it will turn out like that. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Ex except that I will be, not accept, I'm not sure if that's the, the proper word, I will be using stories to show people that ultimately with faith and hope, with faith and love, in once upon a time, hope is used constantly. Mm. Um, with faith and love, we always find a way and the universe has our back. We are safe and we have everything that we need in any given moment. But I will tell it in story form because I'm hoping, and I know, I think a large percentage of people love stories. And as you said before, again, identify with stories. Yeah. It might get the listeners to hear something different. Mm. Not on a podcast. <laughs> oh, definitely. We should, I can't wait to listen to that podcast because I love stories. And I love the messages that we, we get out of our stories as well, you know, um, whether they're in books or our own life, actually. So what, what do you think um, inner wisdom is to you, Diane? With regards to fairy tales or in general? Mm, whichever way you like to answer that. <laughs> uh, inner wisdom. To me, it's listening to that gentle whisper that tries to speak to me when I'm feeling doubtful. And if I feel serene about the prompt, because the inner wisdom is very gentle, it's not, it's not this boom, big explosion that like someone's going to make a proclamation. It's really gentle. It's really subtle. And when I listen, an example that's coming to mind is I'm a taxi driver, right? And I have to use my GPS. I have to use my um, navigator. And sometimes, unknowingly, I don't follow the, the, the GPS. I just take the first corner and find that it's better than what the GPS had offered. And I wonder to myself, what is that? Mm. That is my own wisdom taking over and directing me where I, uh, I need to go. So when I'm listening to my GPS, to that gentle whisper, it will usually take me to the right place. I love that. So we're going to leave everybody today with that they have an internal GPS system and all they need to do is listen to the whisper of that and it will guide you to wherever you need to be.
Thank you, Diane. Thank you for having me. I really loved it. Thank you for joining us. And I'm sure as soon as you get your um, new pod podcast launched, it will be on my site. So. <laughs> be great. Thanks. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you being held back by issues in your life or do you want to connect to your authentic self? Then I can help you as I'm an expert in these areas. Contact me at marionjorgensen.co.uk or talksfromtheheart.co.uk where you will find more information regarding this podcast.